Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show today. Uh, I, w- I want to just uh, share uh, something with you um, along your way um, to wherever it is you're trying to get to. You know, um, every everybody has a different definition for success. And I'm not I'm not here to tell you what yours should be. I mean, please pursue whatever you think success is. Aim as high as you can, though. Uh, that's for sure. My father used to say all the time, I'm sure you all have heard it in different variations, but he used to always say, aim for the moon, 
just in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. Just say that to me all the time. So that always was in me to aim high. Now, he wasn't saying aim with the intent to miss. He was just saying aim in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. If you aim for the moon, but if you just aim for that first flow window and you miss it, you know, usually run into some type of wall and, and nothing happens. You slither down. But a, a, a lot of times, I think, a, along the way, folks, you know, we just don't understand what all it takes. And so we give up along the way. But there's a couple of things I want you to prepare yourself for. You know, in my book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I told uh, people that men love three ways. They profess, they provide, they protect. And that's the core essence of a man's love. Well, there's some other P's in life, too. And uh, no, the, the number one thing you have to understand about trying to be successful and I guess I'll call this the four P's. I may come up with five along the way. I don't know. I'm just talking as it's given to me. So I'm going to start by saying that these are the four P's of uh, success that you have to get ready for. Number one is pressure. Pure pressure. Being successful is just pressure. A lot of it is applied by the circumstance of what you're trying to go for and what you're trying to do. But a lot of it also is self-imposed pressure. It's, um, it's, it's what you put on yourself to make it. It's, it's a sense of urgency. It's, it's a sense of necessity. But pressure is the first thing I want you to be ready for. And pressure comes in a lot of different forms, but it's going to be pressure. There's an old saying that pressure busts a pipe. See, that's why most people turn around because of the pressure of trying to be successful. I want you to get it in your mind that it is going to be a pressurized situation on your rise to the top. Pressure wise, it's going to be pressure. It's going to be difficult to do. It's going to be moments when it seems like it's real heavy. It's going to be moments, man, when it feel like you're going to burst. Us all comes from pressure. Pressure busts a pipe. Pressure. But understand that that is what it is. It's not going to change. That's it. Prepare yourself. Get ready for there to be pressure. The second thing I want you to understand is when you receive this pressure, you have to persist. You got to stay at it. You got to develop a doggedness. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a song out that says, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. That's a funny line in that song because really I was thinking about it one day. I was humming it. And 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 it and it occurred to me, say, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. And you know, now you could take it in the literal sense that cat chases the dog because it's innately it's in his spirit that cats and dogs are 
a lot of times enemies. Now, people have pets and have proven that if you show love on both sides, they can exist, and that happens too. But naturally, innately, when your cat goes by a dog and your dog don't recognize him, there's some barking going on. I'm talking about just walking through the neighborhood or something. So, But the reason that this dog is so persistent towards this cat is just because it's in him. It's innately in him. And what I'm saying to you, just using that as an analogy, is that you got to be, you got to be persistent in that you got to develop some dog in you now because pressure takes some fighting back. See, if you don't fight back against pressure, pressure busts a pipe. So what you think it'll do to you? Pressure crack walls. Pressure causes explosions. So if you don't fight back to hold it in, you understand? Pressure does most people in. The simple thing called pressure. The, the weight of what it feels like to want to be successful every single day over and over and over and over and over. It's just too much pressure. People crack. You got to persist. You have to persist. You can, the thought of giving up can come, but you got to get it out. You got to persist. The next thing I want you to think about is another something that I've been thinking about for years and learned for years. It's called perseverance. See, to persist means to 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 insist. The key word in insist in persist is insist. You must you must insist that this is going to happen. Now, the the persist I'm assuming means it's a proaction. It's some type of proaction that you go towards it to make it you know, persist. You got to be persistent. You got to be constantly at it. insisting that it happens. You got to be constantly at it. But the next thing I want you to remember is perseverance. Perseverance is important. Perseverance means that when you've done your best, when you've persisted, when you're fighting back against the pressure, perseverance simply means I'm going to, I'm going to hang in here. Now I'm going to hang in here. When, if, if a crack come in the pipe, I'm going to hang in there. If the pipe bust, I'm going to keep going. If I got to put duct tape, silly glue, bondo, mud, whatever I got to put on this thing, man, I'm going to use perseverance. I'm going to stay with it no matter what. So we looking at the three things again. You got to understand that it's going to be pressure, that you're going to have to persist. Keyword in persist is insist. You have to insist that no matter what the pressure is, I'm going to stay with it. But then perseverance, if it goes wrong, man, you got to get in there and keep fighting. But then, Lord have mercy, nothing helps you handle the three Ps better than the fourth P. You got to pray. You got to use prayer. You got to talk to God. You got to use faith. You got to have some conferences with him late at night Early in the morning, in the middle of the afternoon, when you're on the train, when you're driving, you got to talk to God, man. You got to get yourself some help along the way. Nothing is bigger than prayer. There is nothing bigger than prayer. 
Prayer will help you overcome the pressure. Prayer will help you stay persistent. And Lord have mercy, prayer will help you persevere. Them is the four Ps. That just came to me today. God gave that to me. I'm passing it on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody from around the world is listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, the greatest morning show in the world. This show, this morning, is dedicated to all shout people. And I don't really have a measurement of any kind. But if you've ever been called short, uh-huh. this is a big day for you. you hit it? A big day for you. So congratulations. Yeah. Some of my best friends have been short. Some of the most famous people in the world have been short. Some of the richest men in the world I know is short. Some of the finest chicks I've ever seen have been short. short. Mm-hmm. So this hey. is for short people that ain't got no damn problem with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, shut your tall ass up. <laughs> Talking to me. Man, when you tall and you ugly, it's a lot more. A lot happening. Yeah, I'd rather be short and ugly. Yeah. That way, just get it over with. Yeah. I'm right here. That's it. Ain't no more. Yeah. You ain't got to look me all up and down. <laughs> now, you 6'6 six, six and you ugly. Down. That's right. That's right. You put a lot of thought into this. No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm really going just off the top. <laughs> well, you sure Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve, with your tall yeah. self. How you doing? Yeah, I'm 6'2". So. <laughs> I'm That's good. crazy. Thank I was you. six feet in high school. Mm-hmm. Six one in college. When I left college, I grew an inch. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you're six two. Yeah. And uh, overweight. And uh, you know, dealing you're with. You're not it. overweight. No, I am overweight. You're no, I down, seen overweight. Steve. You're you're well, coming down. I mean, down I'm overweight. Remarkably you know, well. Technically, no, you're not overweight. Yeah. But I mean, what? no, no, I'm overweight. I'm not as overweight yeah. as me. No. I used to if be, or many people. No. I've been as high as, I think I've been as high as two hundred and fifty. You or four pounds. don't have the I've, breathing of an overweight. I've been down to the Golden Corral. You don't have it yeah. at all. Yeah. Oh, when sound like he this. doesn't have what? <laughs> I would like to eat something uh, today that's not, that you're not supposed to have. Yeah. Is it a cheat day today? today? Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I might make it one. I can't, you know, I can't eat just healthy all the time. It's just some stuff I want. Not fun. Like Marjorie fun. went. And special ordered, but you had to order the whole tub from Baskin Robbins. You had to order the whole tub. You couldn't just order a pint or nothing like that. So she ordered a whole tub of black walnut ice cream. Oh. Which is very hard to get. You had to order the whole tub? Yeah, you had to order the whole tub. How do you know this information? We never never knew that you You could could order a whole tub of ice cream. Um, wow. This just ice cream. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't but a whole tub was, of... Was that a rich moment? I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. very yeah, rich. Very rich. Yeah, very rich. Yeah. I was just thinking, um, but I, yeah. I didn't... Oh, well, I'm sorry. Because when I go down to the store, okay. and it ain't but no more black walnut, it, it just ain't no more black walnut. <laughs> <When> I, <laughs> you don't order a whole tub. <laughs> order a whole tub. I'm with tub. you. When I go down there, I'm just, I'm just sampling. <laughs> Let me try that. Let me try that. Let me try that. little spoon. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'm going to eat ice cream today. I hate that, You know, I hate when I'm on vacation to ask them for a sample of something, because they always seem a little irritated. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like want them, you know. Yeah. So I just try to pick what I'm going to pick. Because I don't want your little funky attitude with my damn ice cream. Because ice cream is a special moment for me. So we have yes, to. Yes, it is. Anyway, we got, so I might have me some black walnut ice cream. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs>
Hey, y'all, 30-something funny coming up. Y'all hanging out. We got a good show for you yeah. today. Yeah. We got a couple of fools here. Absolutely. And Bougie's here. So. Yes. Boy, do I have a story. We can make it work. Truth be told, it's coming up. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up. Well, it's time. It's Something funny. It's here right now. Uh, junior started kicking it off with uh, Junior's Truth Be Told. And we're going to do something called Black Exploitation. Oh, I explain that. I explain phrases. that. All right, well, after Junior. All right. Hey, listen, um, y'all, can I just tell y'all something? Uh-huh. What's that? Y'all pray for me. What you doing? You do? I know y'all do. Uh-huh. I know y'all do. Please pray Crisis. for me. No, I got something worse than that. Let worse me tell you something. Summertime. Truth be told, <laughs> when you move in with somebody... Mm-hmm. You need all they medical information too. <laughs> I didn't found out that I might not be the sickest person in my house. <laughs> I need y'all pray for me. I love my boy B, but I didn't know that he was sick too. First of all, I'm not used to rescuing. I'm used to being rescued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can't sleep now. Cause he got a medical condition that I just found out about too. What? Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna say what they don't put it been like there. He looks so healthy. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. <laughs> he got sleepy disease. But, he, but man, when when I'm walking around the house up night, I can't sleep because uh-huh. you sick. Uh-huh. Now I'm scared. Now I can't say, oh lord. He got sleep depth. <laughs> man, what they call it on? Sleep apnea. Sleep something. I sleep thought it was sleep depnaria. <laughs> I don't know no sleep medical deprivation term. Pretty much why I look like together. this. Pretty That's like when you sleep mad. Yeah. Uh, you up know. all night looking yeah. at him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over him. I keep walking in the room, 234, mm-hmm. checking on him, checking, checking on, on him, him touching him, do put my hand on his finger. Yeah, all that. Yeah. yeah, all that type of stuff. I got to do all that. I, matter of fact, I ain't slept day. Because <laughs> so you know what, man? Have you found that, you know, there's people that sleep and they stop breathing when they sleep? Man, that's the scariest uh-huh. thing in the world. That's that- what it got. I don't know that's what they call it. That's sleep apnea. What they call that's it? That's called sleep stopping. That's good. It's sleep sure. apnea, then there's yeah. sleep stopping. Both of y'all got something. Yeah. Damn it. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. There is a God. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now, this Jay, I'm up. I need up. to know. It's and it's double. hard, though, for uh-huh. women to want to just, you know. And then, but women are so nurtured. I can take care of you. Yeah. yeah women, you know, women. I don't do that. Once I find out you're you sick, I something. get away from you. Gotta get away. Man, he made yeah. a noise. Like, if I knew you had diabetes and you had sickle cell when uh. I first hired y'all, I wouldn't have hired you. would not <laughs> hire us? Where's your serious? compassion? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm really? compassionate. But I'm not, I don't uh, want to be here when it happened. Yeah. So you, I don't, I don't want nothing to happen around me. If you before that we I, had sickle cell and diabetes, diabetes you yeah, wouldn't have had me. Hell no. Jay, no, have, sir. You, have you ever been no, in the hospital? Sir. No, I, Yes, I, I'll take that back. Yes, I have been. Right there. Home. See, he could have him twice. <laughs> what I can't be is around that. Now, we got to carry his big ass down to the hospital. <laughs> tell, tell, tell Jay what happens when you're in the hospital, Junior, and you hear from Steve. Oh, tell uh, uh, come. Oh, it's the shortest conversation we've ever had. Who's <laughs> on the phone? Hey, what's going on? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Click by. God bless. He throw you a prayer. He throw you a prayer and hang up. God hey, bless. Man. What it sound like, Junior? What it sound like? Hey, uh, ah, man. man ah. Hey, Jesus will. <laughs> you don't want to out of here, man. And then he's out, Jay. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. at least you know he calls. Right? Yeah, but see, when I, when I, if I was to get sick, he'd call. He'd call. I know he'd call. Okay. It'd be like, it wouldn't be like a, a, an uplifting call. It'd be like, Get your sick ass over here. Yeah. But I, I yeah. know he yeah. called. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like something like that. Hey, man, can I have your Rolls Royce or something? <laughs> <laughs> that lets you know he cares. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, he right cares about it. Yeah, he, yeah, he no, cares. I don't, wow. do, I don't do good. Like, yeah. Like, I don't, you don't you know. show it. 
I don't do good with yeah. sick people, man. I'm not like I couldn't be a nurse or a caregiver. Cause no, not with that. I don't and I care. Got no. Love. Nah, no, 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 no. Like if I roll you out in the street, I come and pick you up, and yeah, you talking crazy to me. I just walk off, leave your wheelchair out on the no. side. Your bedside manner definitely yeah, would yeah, not be yeah. good. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no. The, I think Uncle Steve actually come in there and snatch the button out your hand <laughs> and unplug it out the wall. You ain't gonna keep calling me in here. Man, you need to get some sleep. I'm out here trying to rest. I got paperwork due at my desk. You just rang in this damn bus. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. They ain't gonna do it. Oh. Glad we're mostly healthy yeah, on this yeah. show. He cares, but you just ain't gonna see you it. You ain't gonna see that. <laughs> no, you ain't gonna see it. No, you ain't that. gonna see that. Your yeah. room gonna be paid for and everything. Mm-hmm. Gonna take care of oh, that. Do all that. But he, he ain't gonna know. Oh, oh do dog, that. I cover your room oh, all that. You do hours, everything. Yeah. Dog, you how much you need? I pay all your medical bills. I got you. But I ain't coming down yeah. there. Can't come oh, down there. Because I don't like the smell of the hospital. <laughs> Man, when I was in the hospital, it was not pretty. Man. No, it's not nice. Because I was in there a year for last, you know, I had walking mm-hmm. pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And I, I went in, and the night that I checked in, uh, I was on my show, man. I was just shivering, man. And the producers came out and said, Mr. Harvey, do you realize that you're on camera shaking? I said, I can't stop, man. I don't know what's wrong. Wow. So I went in the room, and then the dude came in there, uh, eat some bread. Who, you went in the room and then I the went dude. in my dressing room. What? This, this nutritionist came in and oh. said, "Eat some, eat some rye bread." I'm in here eating bread. Shake. Somebody said, "Hey, man, I think we should call his wife." Marjorie came in my dressing room, took one look at me, and said, "Call the ambulance and get my husband to the hospital." Mm-hmm. They said, "Miss Miss Harvey, he just need a blanket." She said, "Who are you?" She said, "You don't know my husband. I've been looking at him for years. Something wrong with my husband." Mm-hmm. They took me to the hospital, man. Mm-hmm. I was in there talking to people. They got me a room. That doctor came in. They did the blood work. A couple hours later, they said, Mr. Harvey, you have walking pneumonia. We have, this is a bad case you have. We have your room for 10 days. This is a Friday evening. Mm-hmm. On Sunday morning, mm-hmm. on Sunday morning, I was going to the house. Oh, good. He you came in on Sunday morning with my charge. He said, I have no idea what happened. My mother-in-law got this woman that's a prayer warrior. Mm-hmm. Came up there and laid hands and prayed for me. I, Sunday morning, I went home. Amen. I went Won't back, he do and it? Let me tell you something. They had my room for 10 days. What are y'all doing? We are. What's the matter with y'all? Talk about your Jay. children. That was Junior. That was Junior. That was Jay. He was so- Just like two badass kids. <laughs> we over here talking, trying to do this show, and y'all up and holding paperwork. Okay, neither one of you right good. Are we five and six now? Are you scared? To Damn run? kids in here. Don't, don't talk to me. No well, not me. <laughs> And it's the two sick people on the show. I knew he was going to say that. Over here trading medical information. <laughs> told y'all, man, if I knew y'all was sick, I wouldn't have hired y'all's ass. I told you this wasn't a good idea. Now we over here talking, over here passing prescriptions no. and everything. And they can't read the right. You want to try mine? Can't try yours. The boy got sickle cell. <laughs> this will put you to sleep All right here. That ease. <laughs> Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Let me just we say that. Not. We'll be right back. We trade pills now? Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Try this. Oh, Lord. It'll probably help. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, uh, nephew Tommy's run that prank back. <laughs> what is it, Uncle Steve? Your son peed in the pool. <laughs> just play it. I ain't got no comment. Just play it. Because I don't care. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm, I'm trying to reach... Can you hear me? Yes. I'm trying to reach Anastasia. This is she. How you doing, man? Listen, I'm uh, Glenn, the lifeguard over here at the pool. 
here in the apartment complex. Yes, sir. Do you have a um? Do you have a son named? Yes, sir. Is everything all right? Uh, yeah, yeah, everything is fine. I mean, uh, uh a quick question, ma'am. We got a situation here with. What's going we, on? Uh, we, we're not we're not gonna be allowed to uh to let him swim here at the pool in the complex anymore. What? We got a. What you mean? Your son. Your, your son uh, I mean, he swims here pretty much every 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 other day. You know, I'm always here seeing him swim. But it seems like yeah. is you know we've been trying to figure out who it is. Your your son keep peeing in the pool. Man, my son ain't peeing no pool. Ma'am, I, I I don't want to get into it with you. Your son is we finally narrowed it down. Your son is the one that's peeing in the pool every day. And you know it's, it's really a bad thing. Uh, it, we can't continue to keep letting him come over here. We gotta ban him from the pool. My son don't pee in no pool. We ain't nasty like that. Did you take them to be in the pool? Why the you gonna say it's my son in the pool? Well, your son is the one that be making faces and stuff, and I know that's what he's doing. He in there peeing. Your son is the one that's peeing in the pool. You making faces? He be making faces, so I know he in there peeing. What they got to do with him? He can be making faces because.
and go back to that talking about my son in the pool. You can tell by his face. You see me? What are your about set? How the people be watching for life? You watch in the pool. You don't lost your mind. You must not know who the you talking to. I will be down there tomorrow. Me and I will find my kids. And they don't get in the pool too. Know who the you not bringing you all them to. kids over there getting them in the pool. Let me tell you something. Don't you bring them kids over there and bring them in the pool. No, none of your children. I don't give a what you say? You don't run your lifeguard. Get real. Listen, no. lady. Listen, lady. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go continue to go back and forth. I got one more thing I need to say to you, and I'm done. Okay? One more thing, and I'm done. You ain't got to say to me. I do have one thing I do need to say to you. What the you got to say to me? I need to say this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked from your homeboy. You. Hello? I'm a kid. Look Man, look here. Nephew Tommy, don't, don't. Man, you, you about to get this life going. Look at this. Y'all play too much. Y'all know y'all play too much. Don't raise my blood pressure for nothing. I'm walking toward the pool now. I thought you was coming to the pool tomorrow. I, I was coming to the office today. And they still was opening the five o'clock office to tell me I done got my files on my son in the pool. I was gonna come now. <laughs> Take care of them kids, baby. I got one more thing I got to ask you. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's de- that is very that's ignorant. It. That's very <laughs> ignorant, right? What can you say after that? What can you say? <laughs> Just watch yourself while you're like, while you're on tour with Mama's Boy. Yeah, please. Yeah. Somebody gonna catch him. Somebody gonna wear him out. There. Gonna They're out there. <laughs> They're out there. They're out there. For sure. So, have you calmed down, Mr. Harvey? I'm fine. <laughs> Are you you're, still mad at you? Were upset. Two staff yeah, you were upset at yeah. them. Staff members. <laughs> yes. My two sick staff members. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he said he wouldn't hire me because I had six. But and you know what? You know how he goes to the stage every day when he passes our office. Uh, how? Oh, mm. we get the biggest finger by the door. Like he knocks on from the door, Steve. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, from Steve. Yeah, uh-huh. And he and leans in and get, you know you think you go good job, guys. Good job, you know you yeah. thank you guys. But uh-huh. no, uh-huh. <laughs> no, he well, tells the two well, sick employees yeah. how you really feel. And it's, when we when well, it first free. started yes. happening, the people who don't know how we do, Man. they're like. Is he angry is he at you? <laughs> All the other writers in the yeah, room are like, yeah, oh my God. Writers. I'm like, who him? Is, is he upset? If you <laughs> no. can't give your friend a finger, <laughs> what you got your finger for? <laughs> we worry the day we don't get the finger. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what you're concerned, Jay. Yeah, that's the day we need to worry. That's the day we worried about. But I'm happy about, I'm happy that since you guys have been working there, nothing has happened. No crisis. No. No, 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 no nothing. Well, listen, yeah. the juniors out here, it's a lot warmer. Man. Yeah, it's warmer. Yeah, great. Great weather, Hunter. You know, great. Really, when junior. the weather changes really cool, it's not good for Junior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Jay is right next to the chef. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who only cooks healthy food. There ain't nothing he can get sick on. <laughs> we ain't got a oh, cookie over there. And plus, I'm, I'm, you know, I watch Jay, too. But when I see him with a sweet, I knock it out his hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on purpose. But he pick it up off the floor and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gonna eat it. Well, you don't get to be that weight and that old just letting food sit on the floor. So, <laughs> Oh my god! I got to pick it up. They're ignorant. Got to pick it up.
<laughs> I can't believe he said that. Hey. What? <laughs> All right, coming up uh, at the top of the hour, Miss <laughs> Ann will be here. A lot of stuff going on in the news and the headlines and everything. She's on top of all of that, all right? So stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, Jay, you hear that? Miss <laughs> Ann is coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Boy, oh boy, days after saying she's retired from politics, Hillary Clinton is let loose in an interview with MSNBC's Rachel Maddow. Among other things, yeah, uh, Mrs. Clinton says she believes President Trump poses a threat to the country. She said that all during the campaign trail. She hasn't changed on that. Uh, The former Democratic presidential nominee said Trump and the people around him are a clear and present danger to American democracy and the rule of law. And no, that's not all. She also described Trump as someone who admires authoritarian leaders, adding that Mr. Trump doesn't just admire Russian President Vladimir Putin, uh, but Trump would like to be Putin, she says. Uh, She also offered that he wants to have the kind of power, that kind of power that Putin has, that is largely unaccountable. He likes it. Yeah, she also said that Trump is someone who doesn't listen, pursues his own interests, and is emotionally reactive. Uh, Speaking of reactive behavior, Amazon is getting a lot of criticism for removing negative reviews of Clinton's new book. It's called What Happened. Uh, Amazon has admitted that it removed one-star reviews of the subject and in a statement that its policy is to remove reviews that violate Amazon's community guidelines. People who buy books on Amazon can post reviews of one to five stars, uh, with one being, of course, the worst. It was Amazon's sixth best-selling nonfiction title last mm-hmm. week. It's Amazon. If you oh, want to yeah. take them off the bad ones, that, that's what they can do. They own it. It's theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't want anything bad on there. They can take it off. It's probably Trump that's, who that's, put the review up yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Of the book, right? The one who's putting up bad yeah. reviews is Trump. <laughs> you know, I mean, the yeah. book, her writing the book is not that big of a deal yeah. to yeah. me. I mean, right. you know, look, the bigger thing is you're not the president. Absolutely. And you're not the president for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Now, Comey may have said something to do with this, mm-hmm. but I think the Democrats just made a huge mistake, yeah. a huge blunder yeah. mm-hmm. in the way mm-hmm. they ran the campaign. Yeah, definitely. Now, what you need to do in order to grow from this, if the Democrats hope to learn anything, is admit your mistake. Right. You can't blame Trump for everything. everything. No. Just like he can't blame Obama for, for everything. everything. Like, even you though know. he is. Yeah, but even though here's he the is. deal. If you if you point the finger at the Trump is the reason you're not president, he's the president, and you have no you have no chance of growth. Right. The problem is what, what did the Democrats do wrong? And if the Democrats don't fix it, they're going to repeat it again. Mm-hmm. And he'll be the president. Again. And right yeah. now, all we're doing years. right now is the same thing yeah. Yeah. that the Republicans did when Obama was president. Mm-hmm. They spent all their time hating everything Obama did, and they did not prepare a candidate for the election. Now, guess what we're doing? We're blaming Donald Trump for everything. Oh, he's messing up. But we're blaming him for everything. (laughs) And guess what? Who do you think can run for president of the United States in the next election? Who do you think right now? And if the Democrats don't address that, they're going to run into the exact same thing that the Republicans wound up with, and when they when they set them sixteen bumbling, nothing people up there. Jeb Bush was their best shot, but nobody wanted another Bush. The boy down there from Florida, Rubio, mm-hmm. once Marco he Rubio. called him a choke artist, that ended his career. Then they took the boy out of Texas, uh, the Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, Cruz. Cruz. talked uh-huh. about his wife and his damn daddy. 
yeah. made a punk out of him. That got rid of him. And then he ended up supporting Trump. Ben yes, Carson, they ain't about to put another no. black in there, not after you two years. You always say no. that. So I already knew that. Yeah. And what he's a, a fine man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't think of one Democrat off the top of my head right now. So now. For, you know, to run against who? Trump. And that's what they need to start doing. That's exactly but right. But they're doing Steve. the same thing. All they doing is talking about what this man ain't. Corey. Well, we know what he yeah, ain't. Corey, yeah, No, that he... But, they're going to do him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, Steve. They're going yeah. to do Cory Booker. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to do him. They're going to do him. He's got to come together now with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But whoever it is, they're going to have to go in there with a little bit. I don't even think you got to have a better record with your personal life now. Because if you can say you can grab a woman by the pee and make it to the White House, I don't what, know what, what all that's all. And not you're release right. your taxes. If you're uh, white. Only if you're white. I might as well go on and go with this record yeah. I got. <laughs> Introduce Miss Ann, Ladies by and gentlemen, way. she's here, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, thank you. This is Antrip at the News. Folks in Eastern Caribbean find themselves in the path of yet another powerful storm. Hurricane Maria grew into a Category 5 overnight just before making landfall on the so-called Nature Island, Dominica. Packing 160-mile-per-hour winds, Hurricane Maria expected to hit Puerto Rico tomorrow before going on to the Dominican Republic. Puerto Rico opened shelters yesterday, began dismantling building cranes and other things that could be toppled by high winds. The National Hurricane Center's David Solinsky says preparation is the key. A little too early to say exactly where the center will be. Um, so interests in all of the areas that are under hurricane mornings and watches should be preparing as if the center might come directly to them. Zelensky says Maria should hit Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands sometime tomorrow morning. President Trump makes his first major speech later today before the U.N. General Assembly. Although it's not fully known what he's going to talk about, he is expected to say something about North Korea and at least expand on something he said yesterday. We encourage all member states to look at ways to take bold stands at the United Nations with an eye toward changing business as usual and not being beholden to ways of the past which were not working. In St. Louis yesterday, there were reports of a, of a protest fourth day over the clearing of a white ex-cop and the shooting death of a young black man. 24-year-old Anthony Lamar Smith shot to death in 2011. And during the trial, prosecutors say Stokely was heard saying, quote, I'm going to kill this mother effer. But Stokely was nevertheless acquitted. For the black community, this comes on the heels of the release of another police dash cam. This one in Georgia, where a white Cobb County cop says is heard trying to calm a white woman down by who he just pulled over. He wants her to call her friends and let them know she's going to jail. But as you can hear, she's afraid. Use your phone. It's in your lap right there. I just don't want to put my hands down. I'm really sorry. I'm just... No, no, no. I've just seen way too many videos of problems. But you're not black. Remember, we only kill black people. Yeah, we only kill black people, right? Yeah, that comment came only four days after a man named Philandro Castile was shot to death by a cop in Minnesota, a cop who was also eventually acquitted. Uh, today is Respect Yourself Day. That's right. 20 minutes after the hour, Eugene the Butterfly coming. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, before we start, Jay. What? What you need? What you need, Butterfly? Could you could you bring me in without... Oh, but Steve Harvey. Uh, do you know the butterfly? Because I do. Thank you. No, Steve. That was great. Yeah. See there? See Let how much room quiet. I have. Let him just sit over there. Yeah. <laughs> Shirley, Carla. Hey, hey butterfly. butterfly. Good morning. I have got to tell you all something. What? <laughs> I have a new... I've, I've turned up a new leaf. I'm doing something different. I have a new group that I'm in. It's a singing group. Yes. It's called Five Shower Boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, 
and we all sing, and it's in this um, water coming down while we're singing. It's Felix, Sebastian, Lorenzo. All Fab- in the shower. Fabian, exactly. And our first album is Steamy Souls. <laughs> Steamy Souls. You got to let me know which one do you think is a good single. It's going to either be um, Rubber Da Dub, Rubber or, <laughs> or Soap and Suds, okay. or Slippery Dimples. Which one do you like? Shower Boy. Soap and yeah, my new group, Jenny. Hey, Jenny, because you got walked away. You went to the bathroom. Yeah. Listen, my new group is called Five Shower Boys. We all sing in from the shower because we sound better that way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's Felix, Sebastian, Lorenzo, Fabian, and myself. And the name of the first album is Steamy Souls. Okay, so we have three songs to choose from. That's gonna be our single, Rub It uh-huh. Up, our Soap and Suds, uh-huh. or Slippery Dimples. Slippery Dimples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a question, Jenny? Yeah. Yeah, why y'all don't do a song just called Just Get Naked? <laughs> We're not naked. We're just in the shower because we sound better. You're not naked. No, not at all. So you have to get your minds out of the gutter. My mind? <laughs> what? <laughs> Five guys I, in the shower? Sing I sing it? lead. It's a big shower, you know. You it's sing lead. One. Yeah, I sing lead. Oh, I don't okay. sing no backup. I sing okay. lead. Okay. I like Slippery Dimples. Slippery. So, Jay, I think you and I could get together and collaborate no. on Slippery Dimples. Well, Jay, you do the music on the yeah, show. Yeah, but you I do a lot of music. Then there's six guys in the shower. That, uh-uh. Well, you don't have to be in the shower. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's way <laughs> too many Negroes in the shower. You're making me angry. You're going to be what, Butterfly? <laughs> what, you going to be what? You're making me angry. I'm sorry, Butterfly. That's too many people in the shower. I just need some help writing the song Slippery Dimples. I got down, down. No, that, that I could write for you. I could Thank definitely you. write that I just you. need Slippery Dimples. I, as far as you get in the shower, everybody say that. <laughs> 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 slippery dimples, it's yeah. that time when you get your dimples slippery. <laughs> slippery dimples, it's that time when you get your dimples slippery. You yeah. like it? I love it. Slippery Sli- dimples, it's that time when you get your dimples slippery. <laughs> See there? It's going to be a go. We're going to work out. We're going to collaborate. We're going to make that happen. Slippery Butterfly. dimples. Butterfly, we have to go. <laughs> okay, and let me say this. Uh-huh. Tommy and I have to go because he has an inner... He has an interview on television here, but I'm going to probably take over. But anyway, we're in Rochester, New York, doing the stage play Mama's Congratulations. Play. Congratulations. Thank you. Slippery uh-huh. dimples to you, Angela. Slippery uh, dimples. We have to go. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for comedy roulette, guys. Jay, set You want to break it down? Again? Yeah. Each week we get tested with our comedy ability. Give us five subjects. Put them on the wheel. Spin the wheel. Wedge. Stop. We let it go. All right, let's go. Put it on the way. What you got? What you got? All right, here we go. Uh Uh, (laughs) All right, number one. Uh Every time you say something, they try to top. That's a good subject. That's a very good subject. I like that. Here's what you say. Here's number two. (laughs) Code number two. Why is your kid so fat? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. Number three, people who go from zero to 60. Tommy, Tommy. Four, big girls with little men. Yes, oh, I love I've them. seen that. I've Tommy. seen that. Tommy, Tommy likes that too. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Number five, broke people who you don't know are broke until the check comes. Who's that, Steve? <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> All right, spin the wheel, cat. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh, here it is. Here it is. What you got? People what? who go from zero to 60. Oh, my oh. God. Working with somebody what? like this. Let me tell you, it is a nightmare. <laughs> and then they're from Houston. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I ain't got nobody's name. Okay. They're uh -huh. from Houston. Everything is a damn argument. <laughs> Not at your voice, with a high voice. You know what I'm talking about? Uh -oh. Just high, oh. high voice argument uh -huh. about nothing. <laughs> Zero to six. We talking. <laughs> Next thing you know, in the full-blown argument. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Good day. It is a good day. Uh -oh. so good about the day. Oh, that's who we that's doing. All I'm that's all oh, I'm Well, I get to tell me to go zero to six. Uh -huh. I get, I'm going to go ahead and just start this thing up then. I don't want to say no names either. But you know what I know about people that work, go from zero to 60? Uh -huh. They always talk about what they ain't going to do. Uh -huh. I work with somebody like this also. Uh -huh. From Columbia, South Carolina, old as hell. Boy's just as high as mine. That's all I'm going to say. We was in the office just last week. Uh -huh. I said, man, I'm going to turn our time cards. And he said, I tell you what, I ain't staying here for no paper. Don't pay me. I said, oh, hell. Think I'm playing. Won't be no more Steve. I'll get my damn check. Oh. Wow. Wow. Do you have one, Steve? <laughs> a person? Does it have to be somebody you work with? Uh, no, 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 it's just no, people no, who no. go from zero, zero to, to 60. sixty. Okay, well, since we're talking about people we work with, uh, I think Shirley. <laughs> I think Shirley has to go from zero to sixty. Every time I turn around, she's mad about someone else bullshitting. Always correcting you. You can't say nothing wrong. It isn't. Well, it ain't. <laughs> This isn't. I mean, as soon as you say something, she right, she right there. Like, we got to deal with that. Then yeah. you say something to it, and she just started drawing. Then she started drawing yeah, right now. Yeah, now all of a sudden, we do We making a flower that don't really look like a flower. All these damn anyway. flowers that look like explosives. There she go now. Anyway. Zero to 60. Not only did they go zero to 60, uh -huh. once they reach 60, uh -huh. they shut down. They got nothing to stand there. Nothing to say. Oh. They quiet oh, for the rest now. of the yeah, day. They done oh, shut it down. Let, let blah, me... blah, 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 blah. And then after that, so you okay with cool? Uh -huh. No, we Is ain't we cool. cool. No, uh -huh. no, Is hell we cool? no. Huh? Yeah. Hell no, let's just move on. <laughs> No, no, let's just move on. No, 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 no. Let's just go on and do the show. Because that's Tommy right there. No, no, hell no. Steve, he getting an attitude now. No, 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 no. You always. He's going to shut it down, man. He's going to shut it down. No, here go his family line. It's always me. Yes, it is. Well, yes, it is. I tell you, somebody else go from zero to 60. And they ain't got no business, because you think with the with the title that they got, that they'd be all right with everything. You think, after receiving this honor, that they would be okay with everything. You would think that somebody would hold the dignity with a little bit more esteem. Who? Donald Trump. <laughs> Zero to 60. Yeah. The hell he mad because what a black girl that said on her Twitter that didn't say it on ESPN. Now they want her job. Donald Trump Snoop because he had a clown shot at another person that wasn't him. Zero to 60. Donald Trump. We so did it. Mad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you guys. Yes. All right, we're I'm coming so back with the nephew, uh, his prank phone call coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. You don't want to miss that. But first, it's, it's too much chicken. Yeah, it's oh, a prank phone that? call from the nephew. <laughs> Nephew's gone. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it too fast. Yeah. Okay, say yeah. it again. 
All right, it's prank phone it's call. It's too much to... Okay, <laughs> you I'm did sorry. it again. Go ahead. Go ahead, try it again. <laughs> All right, coming up next, it's the nephew's prank phone call. It is... Hello? Today. <laughs> it's too much chicken. Cannot <laughs> <laughs> with you. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Jason, please. This is Jason. Hi, Jason. My name is Remy. I'm calling with uh, BPE TMC. How's your day going? I'm doing fine, but what's a BT, whatever that is? BPE TMC, uh, it's an organization. We've been around for the last five years, and we're trying to help different things in the black community. And I wanted to reach out and give you a call and see if you would be on board or help signing a petition that we're going to have going around with BPE TMC, if you don't mind. Okay, what is it about? Well, BPE TMC, uh, uh, Jason, is uh, black people eat too much chicken. And what we're trying to do is cut back hey, the shortage the of chicken. Black people eat too much chicken. Who the hell is this? I'm, my, uh, my, name, my name is Remy, sir. Okay, what do you mean by black people eat too much chicken? We've done a, uh, a, a test study, and we realized, sir, that black people are the ones that are eating too much chicken. And what we want to do is try to cut back because right now there's a shortage the Chinese and ask them, they eat all kinds of chicken. Chicken food young, all this shit. Chicken, the white people eat chicken palliate. All this shit. Chicken, chicken stir fried rice with chicken and all this thing. You want to come to me talking about a black person? Eat too much damn chicken? Did you ask the white people? I bet you ain't didn't know with no white folks. I bet you don't go to them. Y'all scared of them. Uh, well, sir, we're going we're to get to that. We're starting in the black community. You Black people are the ones that seem to buy the most chicken. Man, no chicken. Guess what? I don't eat chicken. And if I did eat some chicken, I'd be cursing. Man, who the are you a big ass something? you. You hey, who, how in the y'all got my number in it? Where you get it from? Well, actually, we're getting numbers from the supermarket, uh, and we're getting a listing of people hey, who buy the most. Supermarket, you get my number in no supermarket? Sir, right, the, the main thing we're trying to get you to do is cut back on eating chicken. Now, what Man, we want I you to do... I don't eat no chicken. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and eat some and don't call me with no about eating too much chicken. Don't even call my phone. Do you got that? Hello. Hello. I'm I'm, I'm trying to reach uh, Callaway. Is this Callaway? Yeah, yeah, it's Callaway. Who's this? Uh, how you doing? My name is Remy. I'm with BPE TMC. And uh, who who who? My name is Remy, sir. I'm with BPE TMC. What we're doing is we have a petition we're trying to get signed throughout the black community uh, the, of some things that we're trying to actually help out in the black community. Uh-huh. So BPE TMC is actually an organization, and we're trying to actually uh, save some things in the black community. Okay. What's, what's B, what is that? What's that stand for? What the hell is that? BPE, what is that for? Uh, BPE TMC is, is uh, black people eat too much chicken. And what man. we're trying to do is get... Man, you got to be kidding me, man. Who is this, man? This is this is Remy, sir. We're trying to get you all to actually sign a petition. What's going on is black people are buying too much chicken. Oh, uh, you got to be kidding me with this, man. Is this a white man? Who, the who is this, man? I, I am Caucasian, sir, yes. Man, why are you calling me with this? Well, what we're really? trying to do is... We're trying to get. How, how, how did you get my number? First of all, uh, actually, we get it. We're getting numbers from supermarkets that are letting us know. Man, the, you uh, the people that. Man, you get the off my phone with this man. Talk about some beef chicken, man. You, boy, you gonna make me get out and smack one of y'all. What the f- wrong with you? Okay, sir. What we're trying to do is get you guys to cut back on buying chicken. Who's you guys? What the f- you talking about? You guys? Well, the black really? community is. 
The black community. Not, hey, man, that. you better go on with that. We ain't got time for that. Man, don't be calling my phone with that. Man. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Valerie. Uh, uh, Val. This is she. How can I help you? Hi, my name is Remy. I'm with uh, BPE TMC. How you doing? I'm doing fine. And you? I'm very well, ma'am. Listen, what we're trying to do is, uh, if I take a little bit of your time, we're trying to actually get a um, survey signed by people in the black community. We're actually trying to help out in the black community. The organization is BPE TMC, and what this is is black what is people that? What, what is that? Uh, that's, that's black people eat too much chicken. So what we're doing is we're trying to get black people uh, do what? Black, say black say that one more time for me. Black people eat too much chicken. You see, there's been a shortage in chicken. So what we're trying to do is get black there's people to cut back. There's been a shortage in chicken, and you want to do a survey? Well, we want what we want you guys to do is sign a petition that you're not going to eat any more chicken this year. That doesn't even make sense. We just don't eat chicken. You know, we eat beef, we eat steak, we eat fish. I don't see you trying to pull that off the market. Now, why would you uh, want to tell us not to um, to eat chicken and we eat other stuff, too? Where are you getting your deep findings from? Because this doesn't make any sense. The test study, ma'am, was over chicken, and it just seems like that. No, the uh, test study. Who did this test study? Well, we did, ma'am. We're BPE TMC. And what, what, after doing the test study, we did realize that the, the, the black people are the ones well, that are eating chicken. Was the test only just directed to black people? I mean, did you use white people? Because white people eat chicken, too. Did you guys have on diets and stuff? Okay, ma'am. Well, that, did that, you use Asians? What about the Hispanics? Did you use them? Okay, ma'am, listen. What the, the, the bottom line is, our first study is black people. And what we're trying to do is get you guys to cut back on eating no, your study should be everybody. This is some <laughs> Where'd you get my number from? Ma'am, we got your, we got numbers from the supermarkets of people that you buy a lot. You didn't get my number from no supermarket because I didn't get my number to no supermarket. This just don't make any damn sense. You calling me, interrupting me about some like this. This is this. Well, this is Bottom line, ma'am, you're not cooking. You don't tell me, you're me, me, telling me what the hell I can't eat. You don't lie your mind. You got life and twisted, sir. Yes, you do. Life twisted. Calling somebody, telling them that black people eat too much chicken. You and your partition. Would you like to hear what the survey is actually saying? No, I don't want to hear what the survey is actually saying. Because what you're saying is about a whole bunch of. But the survey is saying that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Valerie, this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, my show. God. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> oh, God. Tommy, I love him some chicken. <laughs> All right, there you have it, uh, nephew Tommy. Nephew. <laughs> Yeah. Frank phone call too much There's chicken. never you can never have too much nah. chicken. Never. But you never heard black people say that. Ooh, Ooh, you too got, much chicken. You got way too much chicken up in there. Uh-uh. <laughs> Barbecue chicken, baked Barbecue chicken, chicken, fried chicken, chicken, chicken fried grilled chicken. chicken. <laughs> Speaking of fried chicken, chicken I'm nuggets, going to chicken, chicken I'm going nuggets, to churches yeah. today, man. They fact, love it. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, Whole Foods is too high. Oh, it's way too damn high. No. Why do you say that, Jay? Because I bought some soup from Whole Foods. Uh-huh. I paid $12.49 for a little container of soup. But was it Campbell? Good, it was okay, but it was $12. I couldn't really enjoy it because <laughs> of the price. Oh, first of all, mm-hmm. come on, Steve. You help act me. like you don't have money. Whole Foods mm-hmm. costs more to shop at than a regular grocery store. Yeah. Right. Now, you can either pay 
the little extra money that it costs to eat the groceries. Right. Or you can pay the medical bills for eating the wrong stuff. Got $14 all these dollars for soup. Just listen at that phrase. Wait, it went up since, listen we at had, the phrase. since your first sixteen fifty for missed. soup. Listen Why at the phrase. You you can't so listen at what I'm saying. Eighteen twenty. <laughs> Like, you, you got it. Thirty-seven sixty for this damn soup, man. Okay, you got it. The soup was fifty-six. <laughs> I'm telling you, this soup was really too damn. But it's just oh, soup. oh, oh, you're a vegan now. I forgot. Don't call me that. Isn't that a racial slur? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, coming up next, uh, it's today's strawberry letter. How much was, Please. How much was the soup? Soup was $72.26, boy. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today's Strawberry Letter is up next. It's a good one. You do not want to miss it. But first, today, President Trump continued to assess the storm damage in Florida. Last week, the president spoke in Fort Myers. He spoke in Naples. Trump praised uh, first responders for their work after Hurricane Irma. He also commended members of the Coast Guard and FEMA. Hurricane Irma uh, caused extensive widespread damage in Florida. We saw it. A lot of people are still uh, cleaning up. They still don't have power down there. Uh, The president and first uh, his First Lady greeted those displaced due to the storm and handed out food. They were also joined by Vice President Mike Pence. Now, Trump has done over the past two weeks two decent things. He released the funds to help the hurricane victims. Mm-hmm. We got with mm-hmm. uh, and he decided to rethink DACA. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Those, those are two things he's done that's decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. So cool. Maybe something. We, we wouldn't keep it going. Didn't he come back, though, yeah. and then double down on what he said about Charlottesville? Oh, that was yeah. Both sides. yeah and after all that, then he came back and said that. It's like, uh. As soon as he takes one step <laughs> yes, forward. Yes. St- yeah. It goes back. I mean, he was down there feeding. He and Melania it, down there, yeah. you know, the first lady. Uh, feeding, you know, the people, the victims in Florida of Hurricane Irma. That was, good. That that was, was great. great. Yeah. That's the part of him that people are having the trouble with. In order to be a great leader, I was always taught that you would have to have been a great servant. Mm-hmm. And if you look at all the great leaders of our time, somewhere in their past, they were great servants. Our president has never lived in a servant's capacity no. of any kind. So you cannot think that this man will suddenly have all of this compassion and understanding at 70 of what it is to all of a sudden service. He has glimpses of it. You know, like, Mm -hmm. hey, don't worry about what the Republicans say. Here's the money for the victims. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to rethink. DACA. DACA. Mm -hmm. Okay. But at the end of the day, then here comes the Republicans. No, no, no. Hey, we're going to have to tie tie this to border security now. So now here comes the political Uh side of it. Mm -hmm. But this is the part that we have to understand. They've elected the people who voted for him. His base. Mm -hmm. Have voted and put into office a man who does not have a great service background. Mm -hmm. He's never been a servant. You, I don't know if, if he, I could be wrong, but somebody show me where he's provided a service for people. He is not from a service background. He's never no. had to answer no. to anybody. Yeah, no like he's like a, a, yeah. 
authoritative, authoritarian type person. Now he's rich Mm -hmm. and he holds the highest office in the land. What we're getting is what he is. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. And that's what the people voted for on the campaign trail. This power that's been awarded to him Mm -hmm. now allows him to be more of who he really is. Because I've said that about money. Money doesn't change you. Money allows you to be more of who you really are. Now, he's had money, but now he's got this amazing power, power that comes yeah, with being the, the, the president of the world. Yeah, the, plus and, the reach. And all of a sudden, and now you're hearing stuff that's very unpresidential. It's mm-hmm. just not presidential language. It's just not anything that you're supposed to say as president. Nope. I mean, he doesn't have, he doesn't try to fix it. Nope. He's going to continue to tweet. <laughs> well, pres- he hasn't stopped. Yeah, he has, no, he hasn't stopped. And has it's no plans to stop tweeting yeah. as president. He said he was yeah. when he was campaigning. Yeah. He said he's happened. going to be more presidential. No. He hadn't, he hadn't done that at all. You're right. <laughs> well. But here we are. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. My suggestion is. Vote. Wait. What's your suggestion? Stay in touch with your God. Amen. Uh, and no, uh, just go whoever the president is, you know. Yeah. He ain't in charge of my life. <laughs> they prayed up. You're right. Yeah, he's the president. I respect the office of the president. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And, uh, you know, if you call, do something wrong, I'm going to call you on it. But that's it. <laughs> I won't be tweeting a damn thing about you. <laughs> Bet I won't. If you see something tweeted from Steve Harvey, there's no good in hell. Well, it wasn't Steve Harvey. It wasn't it was Steve Harvey. Maybe your people, <laughs> Not the real Steve Harvey. <laughs> you were no. hacked. You were hacked. All right, Steve, introduce <laughs> this letter. Let's get to the strawberry letter. Ladies and gentlemen, the strawberry letter. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is crazy. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Subject, husband has lost his rap. Dear Mr. Harvey and Morning Crew, I have an irritating problem with my husband. I am so sick and tired of my husband trying to be a rap artist. He goes to the studio on his days off to record some more of his music, in quotations. My husband likes to play the music he makes around the house, and I am really tired of it now. I want to hear Luther Vandross, Tina Marie, or some Jaheim, but no... I got to keep hearing his weak attempt at musical genius. We have fiercely discussed how he is not making any cash with his music, and we have discussed how I despise him leaving me at night alone in the house while he is staying out late with the boys at the studio. My husband still insists that one day we will be kicking it with the rich and famous. I don't think any married man has any business walking in the door at 2 a.m. so drunk his bowels release on himself and high as a kite. What kind of music can be made like that? He's too old now to get in the game. He has lost his edge. We are now in our mid-30s. He's really sensitive about this subject, very much like those less talented people on American Idol who insist they are the bomb, but truly they aren't that good. I have tried to discuss this with him, but he will not listen. He insists that he's got what it takes and I am being a hater. No, I don't hate on my husband. I want him to be a better bill payer. Yes, he is working two part-time jobs and bringing home a small check. I couldn't have I couldn't have had a sweeter man for a husband, but like I said, this rapping stuff at his age is just irritating. I just want him to see reality for what it is, but I don't know how to get him to understand. 
Yes, I have completed my education. I have a well-paying career resulting in my success being a breadwinner for our family. We don't have children, and since I am handling everything, cook, accountant, handywoman, maid, etc., I do not want to add to my stress with the duties of motherhood, even though he wants children. A little advice would be appreciated on how I need to handle this since this stuff is getting on my nerves. Husband lost his rap. Dear husband lost his rap. Okay, uh, your husband is trifling. He just really is. You know, um, what he what he's doing has nothing to do with you, and it has nothing to do with this marriage. I mean, this is all about getting out the house on his part and thinking he's young. Uh, you know, what is dr- uh, getting drunk and high and losing his bowels and all that? What does that have to do with being a rapper? Uh, your husband is selfish. He's just absolutely selfish. He needs to get a regular full-time job to help you out in the household. That He's got his priorities all all screwed up. All right, 12 minutes after, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve, with part two of your response to today's letter. Subject, my husband has lost his rap. Dear Mr. Harvey Morning Crew, I have an irritating problem with my husband. I'm so sick and tired of my husband trying to be a rap artist. He goes to the studio on his days off to record some more of his music. My husband likes to play the music he makes around the house, and I'm really tired of it right now. I want to hear Luther Vandross, Tina Marie, or some Jaheim, but no. I got to keep hearing his weak attempt at musical genius. We have fiercely discussed how he's not making any cash with his music, and we have discussed how he's not making, uh, discussed how he's not making, uh, making any, anything. Steve, I lost my face. I'm not making any cash with his music. We have discussed how I despise him leaving me at night alone in the house while he is staying out late with the boys at the studio. My husband still insists that one day we will be kicking it with the rich and famous. I don't think any married man has any business walking in the door at 2 a.m. so drunk his bowels release on himself and high as a kite. What kind of music can be made like that? He's too old now to get in the game and he has lost his edge. We are in our mid-30s now. He's really sensitive about this subject, very much like those less talented people on American Island who insist they are the bomb, but truthfully, they aren't that good. I've tried to discuss this with him, but he will not listen. He insists that he's got what it takes, and I'm being a hater. No, I don't hate on my husband. I want him to be a better bill payer. Yes, he is working two part-time jobs and bringing home a small check. I couldn't have had a sweeter man for a husband, but like I said, this rapping stuff at his age is just irritating. I just want him to see the reality of what it is, but I don't know how to get him to understand. Yes, I have completed my education. I have a well-paying career resulting in myself being the breadwinner for our family. We don't have children, and since I am handling everything, cook, accountant, handy woman, maid, etc., I do not want to add to my stress with the duties of motherhood, even though he wants children. A little advice would be appreciated on how I need to handle this since this stuff is getting on my nerves, since this rap stuff is getting on my nerves. Husband lost his rap. Well, first of all, interesting dilemma in front of you, ma'am. And, uh, no way, really, Steve. <laughs> really, really, I don't know what to say to you, except this fool is too old, yes. like you say. Ain't no fool like an old fool. And 30-something <laughs> in the rap game is old, especially when you're not established. If you're LL Cool J, Jay-Z, P. Diddy, Luda, all of these boys uh, that's been in the game for a minute, then Common, it's okay. Snoop Cube. Snoop Cube. Ice Cube. But 
you cannot get in the rap game at 35. Now, to prove to you that you too old for this, you hanging out at the studio. Now, lady, you paying for all of this because your husband taking his little small checks and buying studio time. That's probably why the young boys letting him come in there because they get studio time. They making tracks. They letting him rap on them, but all they need is the tracks. They're going to take his voice off. If you think he can't rap, believe me, them young boys in there that's producing them beats know that. They're using him for tr- for uh, studio time, and then they're going to take their tracks that they own, and they're going to put them to somebody who really can rap. Your husband don't see that. Now he coming in the house high, and uh. he having bowel movements on himself and releasing water. Oh, so now, what I think you ought to do is, uh. you may have to just buy into this. Support him. I have <laughs> jotted down some names that would be nice names for him. Now, some names that's already taken that he could come up with. See, when you're 35 and just getting into rap game, a name like Big Daddy Kane go it can be a good name <laughs> for you. Or Cool Mo P. See, not Cool Mo D. What? Cool Mo P. Since he coming in house two o'clock drunk, DJ Depends <laughs> is another one. Yeah. How about LL? L. That's a little late. <laughs> See, he could be, he could be, he could be the new rap group NWN. NWN. N word what now? <laughs> or you could just like call him PT. PT. PT, What's that's that? part-time. Because he got two part-time <laughs> jobs. Yeah. Now he part-time. Or you could call him OT. Old-timer. <laughs> it's 35. You might have to buy into this thing with him. Or you could just call him Big P. Big P. Because <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning, that's usually when you have your biggest uh. one. <laughs> that's usually when I wake up to have you mine. You <laughs> Crazy. How about DJ Clueless? <laughs> yeah. We come How about Dookie Stick? Uh-uh. Hey. Dookie Stick would be a Mom. good name for him right here. That's nasty. How about Moses the Great? Because <laughs> he's old. <laughs> Moses the Great. He could be the oldest rapper old, ever. Yeah. Moses. <laughs> How about OAT? Like 08. 08. What does that mean? That, that just means you out of time. <laughs> you out of, out of time. Mm-hmm. Or you could, or he could call himself Swap, Big Swap, S W A P. Yeah. That's what? when you come in from smoking weed and pee. <laughs> smoking weed. That's the swap. acronyms. <laughs> Got His it. Name yeah, just be Big Swap. Big Swap. Uh-huh. <laughs> FTL. Far too late. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, we got to go. Uh, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at my girl Shirley, And please do not forget this Thursday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, the Strawberry Letter live after show. It's on Facebook. Uh, so please join me. We're having a lot of fun, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Switching gears now, outspoken LeVar Ball is uh, gearing up to drop his own sneaker. Get this price tag for $1,500. 
Okay. Oh, oh somebody's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. This is the dad. This is the daddy. Oh, the dad has his own shoe? The dad has his own sneaker? Oh. I ain't buying What is it? Shoes. Just a gray shoe to stand he's, around in? He's, it's yeah, does. Got to be. They have a it's Velcro just... snap on him, Steve. He, <laughs> <laughs> he's dropping his own sneaker. It's going to cost $1,500. That, that's just gouging. But, you know, somebody's going to buy them. $1,500. Oh, yeah. He said he's coming with the... Uh, Lavarsis, Lavarsis. Yeah, if you, I can't say right? the shoe name. I can't buy it. L a v a r i c c i s. Lavarsis. I don't know this for sure, but I think the daddy smoked weed. <laughs> <laughs> He's on something. All right, coming up next at forty-one after, we'll have a timeline for people who do not go to work. Oh yeah. Okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's go. You have a timeline for just a sorry person. I got a partner I used to work with. I ain't going to say his name. Okay. Mm -hmm. Russell. Russell. um, (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to say his name? You didn't say his name, though. Uh -uh. Russell. No, you didn't. didn't. Well, how we know his name, Russell? Are you for real right now? It slipped out. (laughs) Well, it's out there now. (laughs) We don't know him. This is a timeline. Oh, uh, Russell. Uh-huh. And this is what he would do. Mm-hmm. You ready? Ready. Four times yeah. a month. Four, five times a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. 7 a.m., uh-huh. the alarm go off. Uh-huh. Okay. Hit the snooze. Yeah. Right. Wake up at 7.45. <laughs> okay, I like it. I don't know who got a 45-minute snooze, but he had one put in special on his clock. Yes. Come on, roll. I like it so far. 8 o'clock, uh-huh. he would call in uh-huh. to let us know he running late. Yes, yes, yes. Now, in his mind, uh-huh. that'll give him 30 minutes. Okay. Which means he going to hit the road, the highway, at 8.30. <laughs> But he wait to eight to make the phone call. Right, now right, he right. been up, uh-huh. but he wait. Okay. Eight thirty a.m. Uh-huh. He in traffic. Uh-huh. He make his second call uh-huh. back in to us yeah. and the boss to complain mm-hmm. about how bad the traffic. Yes, is. yes. Come on, Russell. Which means he may not make it to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Which gives him another 30 minutes. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, genius. But they really don't ever expect him to 1030. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, since you don't have to be there until 1030, uh-huh. Russell then took his ass and got some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> this boy cold. He's a genius, Russell. <laughs> Russell sitting down eating breakfast uh-huh. somewhere around 1130. Mm. Russell has now arrived at work. Okay. Man. <laughs> he go immediately to the supervisor's desk uh-huh. to complain about how bad the traffic was. Yes, yes, Russell. <laughs> then every time he at the desk, he always makes sure he slips this phrase in. Uh-huh. What? Wow. Look at the time, man. I got to get to work. <laughs> Like he just come uh-huh, to it. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. He said fresh too. Like, wow, man, look at the time. I gotta get to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I gotta get to work. Uh-huh. Urgency. Yeah. Now that's somewhere around eleven forty-five. Eleven forty-five. He BS to twelve. Answering emails, uh-huh. personal emails mostly. He go to lunch at twelve thirty. Yes, yes, Wait a minute. Love hey, what? Lunch twelve thirty. I love Russell. <laughs> 
Russ, because we was in sales, uh-huh. Russ take a two-hour lunch. He uh-huh. back at 2.30. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Of course. <laughs> but then he makes sure he stopped back by the supervisor's <laughs> office. <laughs> but this time, uh-huh. just to show his face. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, just some some BS. Yeah, just yeah. Just, yeah. just BS uh-huh. conversation. How about them cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know somebody you work with like man, that. Man, 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 on his computer. On his computer, right. Pong. Because back then, that's all we had was Atari Pong. He back at his desk and he playing Pong. <laughs> he had a deck of cards and he played a little solitaire. Right, okay. right. Which he always won. <laughs> <laughs> he going to smack a card down. 15 in a row. I don't want 15. Who hell wins? 15 games of solitaire. In a row. Boy. Got that kind of time. Then he do personal awesome. emails to about four. Uh-huh. And now it's time to clock out. <laughs> Got to get the hell out of here. Now this next step of clocking out is very important. Uh-huh. When he go to the clock, uh-huh. he makes sure that the clock time in okay. says eight. <laughs> But of course. <laughs> so he gonna clock out at four. Uh huh. Yeah. Cause you know you need all them hours. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have all the, them. The I'm late. Ain't got nothing to do with how many hours of pay I'm. That's making. right. Yeah. <laughs> so he had a little magnet and uh-huh. a screwdriver, uh-huh. and he could take the magnet and put it on the face of the clock and uh-huh. turn the hands and the screwdriver. Blocked it from clicking back. Then, as soon as it said eight, he slide a card in a tink tink and get him an eight wow. o'clock ticket. Oh man, yeah. the genius! That's a lot of work. Russell. That was a Russell. lot of work, man. Put his lazy back. Oh, no. <laughs> Four to five times a month. And that right there, you think that was hard? Mm-hmm. That's what Russ say. Put in another hard day. <laughs> man, he come by the house. Next about day, same cowboys? thing, Steve. Same thing all over again. Next no, day. he don't do two in a row. Oh. He spread them out. This all this Friday. <laughs> man, the traffic was bad getting in here, man. You can't believe it. Man, that Ooh. hurricane is something, man. <laughs> it's right. all yeah. events. This uh, really happened. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, he took it. all current events and made them affect him. <laughs> like right now, if he was at work, uh, man, I ain't going to be able to make it in, man. I got some people just came in from Houston staying in my house. <laughs> But he in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that wow. All right. Uh, I love wow, that. Wow. That, that was Steve. that was really good, Steve. Yeah, that was Jay. Jay wrote that. It, it started at <laughs> seven in the morning mm. all day. Coming up next, the one and only Steve Harvey is here. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones. He's all caught up. He's all caught up. caught up. Yeah. Got caught up, baby. (laughs) We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. 
Uh, first of all, let me let me set it up this way because producers on the Game of Thrones set are, are really getting serious right now. This yes. is the last season, next season, uh-huh. okay? Uh, and they don't think anyone on the entire Game of Thrones set can be trusted, okay? No one. Mm. They say not the cast, not the crew, no one. Not the locals where they shoot the show, no <laughs> one. So production uh, of the final season, as production of the final season approaches, uh, they're saying let it be known that Game of Thrones will shoot Many, many endings. They may shoot three endings. They may shoot five endings. Maybe more than that because they don't want the endings to leak. They don't want it to get out, okay? Right. Uh, the, you know, they want to uphold the Hollywood I'm gonna tradition. I'm going to go down now. <laughs> <laughs> you going to tell them all, huh? They want us to wait till the well, very end to find out. Well, all of them going to have out. them dead people in it. Yeah. But right. let me tell you what. Can You want me to tell you what's going to happen on Game of Thrones? What? Yes. Go ahead. Anybody yes. want to know? I want to know. Do. Come on. Okay, this is Steve's year in review of Game of Thrones. <laughs> We know that The Walking Dead is on the way for the big walk. Yes. Yeah. And everybody done joined forces. Mm-hmm. Sissy mm-hmm. then so came to her gone. rabbit ass mind <laughs> and then finally joins with the white girl with the blonde hair with the uh-huh. dragon. You right. might as well sign up for this because them dragons, dragons jump on your ass. You're in trouble anyway. <laughs> now I don't know who going to sit up here and argue with this heifer with these two dragons. Yeah. Well, she had one. three. She had uh-huh. lost one because uh-huh. The lose- Walking Dead. They got a spill mm-hmm. that they found that could kill a dragon and it stabbed him and he went down. Oh, yeah. And then they shot him up with a bunch of, and he yeah. fell in the water. <laughs> dead juice. But the dead people, the drug his ass out. <laughs> I have a question. I have a serious question. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh-huh. So the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, these shows have combined? No. Say the night walkers. Say the white walkers. The white walkers, which is dead people that can walk. (laughs) Okay. They they look bad too. However they died, that's how they stay. They don't get no better body. Ball headed, everything. (laughs) Clothes burn up. So they done drug the dragon out the water. Mm -hmm. Now the head uh, white walker went over there and touched him. Then the uh, dragon's eyes didn't open up. No, yeah. the dragon coming back. He coming blue. back, oh, but he back. got but he got blue eyes. Now. And he's gonna yeah. be dead dragon. Oh yes, yeah, like yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah. the white so walkers. Yeah. Walk. Oh. So anyway, they done sat down and bought one of them dead people to Cersei, uh-huh. so she could see it. Mm-hmm. He ran right at her ass, and then the big mongoloid dude chain yoked his ass and tightened him up. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the dude with the patch, the patch of skin burnt off his head. I don't yeah. know. The hound. The hound. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's strong as hell. He done mm-hmm. choke chained his ass and went over there and stabbed <laughs> him with these special black rocks. That's so, dragon, and, dragon ice. Right? And, no, there's three dragon, dragons dragon on the show. Dragon three glass. dragons. They were all brothers The white people sisters. got a dragon and then the other people got two The dragons. white walkers got one the white dragon. People. The white <laughs> They are white yeah. people. The white people. Yeah, they are. I'm trying to get an understanding because I don't want I'm trying to help. The white people have a dragon, and the other white people got two dragons. When right. have you ever heard of a black person with a dragon? What a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so now, I got you. I'm following you. All right. Nobody black has a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. In the history of storytelling. <laughs> In the history of Star Trek. There's never been a story once upon a time there was a black man with a dragon. Or a A fire-breathing dragon. You know the hell we'll put them under if we had a damn dragon. So anyway, 
Well, keep going. Keep going. So Tell now, me what's going on. Okay, so now they done all got together to, for the big war is coming. Yeah. Yes. They wasn't going to do it. I'm not going to side with her. I uh-huh. don't trust her. Well, she should have sicked them dragons on that. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. But them dragons, when she flew in on that dragon, that tightened everybody's draws up. Uh-huh. Everybody got a little tight uh-huh. when the dragon flew in. Yeah. So now they're here and they talking. Uh-huh. Now the little man then went over there and talked to his sister and talked out of it. So now they all on the same page. Uh-huh. But now here come the White Walkers coming across the ice. Uh-huh. Now they done got to the wall. Oh, where right. The, yes. uh, where the, uh, the Night Watch. Did Trump, Trump build this wall that's sitting there? <laughs> no, but that's the one he that's, wants. He though. wants yeah, this wall. Yeah, he yeah, wants it like, the same like height, wall. and he yeah. wanted out of yeah. ice, too. Yeah. 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 And he's trying to figure out how he can get Mexico <laughs> to get an ice Thank machine you. down there <laughs> where they can build a wall Thank like you. they got down there. Now, here come the white walkers mm-hmm. across the ice mm-hmm. to the wall. Okay. It's the biggest wall, bigger than Huge. the wall in China, because that's the one, that's the one Trump wants. Okay. <laughs> he wants the same wall the they got in the guy. Game of Thrones. Ice and everything. <laughs> I got another question. Now, wait a minute. Now, hold okay, up. Now, right. it's going to be hard to get okay. this ice down there in Mexico, Arizona, and Texas. Yeah, as hot as it is. <laughs> as hot as it is. As hot as it is. <laughs> But damn it, he's going to Congress yes. to get enough money to get these ice machines down here. And the wall. And the wall. And he gonna bring in the Wildlanders. <laughs> the Wildlanders. To build the wall uh-huh. because the Mexicans said they not building a damn thing. I got one more question. I got another question. Okay. Are there any black people on Game of Thrones? Not now. <laughs> he, he died in one day. They yeah. want the one that was on there. They killed him yeah, off. They did. Cause they, they were, locked yeah. him up, didn't they? Put yeah. him in the tomb yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Tomb gone. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna pay for this wall? That's what I. That was my question. Well, now that's where we gonna have Mexico is gonna pay for the <laughs> no, wall. Mexico ain't paying for the wall. That's why they gonna he gonna bring in the wildlings to build the wall. The wildlings. Yeah. He gonna bring gonna them in, and they gonna faint cause they wear them hot air clothes. <laughs> so I don't know how they gonna yeah. build this wall. Down in Mexico with all that cheap fur yeah. and well, you broke it down. gazelle thing. So yeah, now, what's gonna happen is mm-hmm. the war is coming. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Now, I predict that mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. Okay. They're gonna bring that big blue eyed, blue fire breathing dragon uh-huh. past the wall. Mm-hmm. Then what they're gonna do is they're gonna come and attack the people, but uh, the white lady with the blonde had a fine one. Uh, Daenerys. A fine white ladies um, on this Daenerys. show. Daenerys Targaryen, yeah. How the hell am I not watching this? She ain't really fine, just, you know, just. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, she ain't really right. fine. But, yeah. Regular white woman. She cuter oh. than, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of ugly people on this show. Game of Thrones. Mostly ugly ass people on this show. So, when the dragon see his mama, uh-huh. he gonna be toe up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's going to be ready to kill uh-huh. his mama, and his mama going to just look at him. Yeah. And put that mama stare on him, uh-huh. and the dragon going to turn around and burn all their ass up. <laughs> yes. Except for him, going to turn around and kill all the white walkers. Spoiler <laughs> alert, man. Break it down. Break it down. We'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Kim and Kanye plan a labor party. I've never heard of this before, but they're going to plan one. Uh, Him you know, is Kanye. Yeah, as you guys, <laughs> as you guys, yeah, thank you. That, <laughs> that is the truth, want, I believe. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kim and, and uh, Kanye are expecting their third child, this time via surrogate, because, you know, Kim had so many problems um, with her uh, pregnancy, so they what, didn't what want is, to change. What does that mean exactly? When they do uh, have Somebody a pregnancy via... Yeah, they, they pay a woman, that, you know... 
there are uh, women that call themselves surrogates. They carry the baby for you if you have a problem. You know, you plant your seeds and the eggs in her their body. Their DNA, and, yeah. yeah so and Kim she, and Kanye's she carries egg it. and sperm, their DNA, is. this is their baby, but Kim can't carry the baby. Because she's had so she many problems can't carry the with, her, with, her, with her pregnancies. And so they have a surrogate. A lot of people in Hollywood do it too. Really? A lot yeah. of people in Hollywood do that. We can, right. we can adopt. I don't anyway. think I'm the only one wondering this too. Other people. <laughs> you think somebody? Anyway, else back to the labor. The you know what? Jay, you right about that. <laughs> back, back to the labor party. Uh, they're having a labor party, um, and uh, they're apparently do all, they're doing all they can to enjoy the experience. It's been reported that the couple is planning this party. Uh, Kim's previous pregnancies were very difficult. She couldn't have extra family in the room as she gave birth uh, while their close family won't be in the room as the surrogate goes into labor uh, Kim and Kanye plan to rent out guest rooms nearby to, to uh, by the delivery suite so they can be a part of the process okay Ooh, interesting. That's good. Yeah. Interesting. Let me ask you something mm-hmm. yeah I mean I wish them the best so I'm just talking oh, about absolutely. something totally different right now because I like okay. them oh I love them if you sign an agreement mm-hmm. with a surrogate mother mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then something happened with the baby, like something wrong. You do what? How does that work? You you have to take the baby. How does that work? Well, you know what? what do you I don't know. I can't. Though. You mean you what still? Do you mean, Steve, if if the baby goes wrong, suppose has, they change their mind. They don't want it now. You Ooh, know that Kim has happened Kanye? a lot. That you has mean happened. Kim and Kanye, or the yeah. surrogate decides to, that she doesn't want to give them the baby. But both. But uh-huh. if. What happens if Kim and Kanye decide they don't want a baby? Well, don't they, when they sign the Do the baby the have papers? to go up for adoption? Like, because people who have children give their children away. Yeah, that has right. happened. all the time. That definitely it has ha- happened. It has yeah. happened. But mm-hmm. they sign an agreement, happened. and Kim and Kanye, this is their baby. This is their DNA. So the mm-hmm. surrogate is carrying the baby. It's not the surrogate's baby to keep. She's just it's the, not an adoption. That ain't what I'm asking. If, if, you're, if. What? You're asking. If something's wrong with the baby, like a... Okay, I didn't mean to say that. Okay. But that's... Not a birth defect okay. or anything. Okay. Let's just say they decide at the birth of the child, they don't want the baby. This, so you're saying should the happen- surrogate keep the baby? Or you're just asking what happens, period? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they have I to. Know. I would this think they would Sherry have to Shepherd take go it. through this? Didn't Sherry Shepard come? She went, yeah, she went through this, something like her that. Case was, Anybody, I, send us the information who knows yeah, how this know. works. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. All right. Kim and Kanye are having Why a baby. It's a surrogate. Right. It's, they want so I want them to have the best because I like them. Okay, cool. This is not about them. This question from that statement is, if you have hired a woman to have a baby for you via surrogate, mm-hmm. and the woman has the baby, Mm-hmm. If you decide you don't want the baby, what happens? Mm. Can the woman keep the baby? Do what do you do, or how does that work? I was just curious. That's yeah. I, I don't. I mean, yeah, I understand your curiosity, you attorney, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no well, idea. Let's just take a break because I was yeah. y'all head yeah. about the bus. Boy, yeah, because I don't threw know. me into something for real. <laughs> My little mind came. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so today's uh, talk show, your guests are going to be Michael Pena, actor Michael Pena, and uh, Jeff Lewis and Jenny Poulos from Flipping Out on Broadway. Hey, man, Bra- we've Bravo. had some really, really great. good guests. Yes, yeah. you have. This is your third week, Yeah, your third week. Uh, you're doing great. To, 
Let me see. Uh, Diddy's on the show. Yeah. Diddy's going to be on the show? Uh, awesome. Diddy. I don't watch the shows. I just, <laughs> I've had Diddy, Marlon's, Q. Nene. Nene Lee. Mm-hmm. Um. Jay Leno gave me the microphone that sat on his desk for 22 years. Oh, wow. That was so cool. And I have it on my desk. Uh-huh. I put it on the desk. Ellen did a joke about the size of my desk. Yeah, she did. She, <laughs> she sent me over as a gift a giant pencil holder and yes. a giant stapler. But I'm talking about they look like umbrellas <laughs> in, a, in a can. <laughs> With her crazy self. So I sent some male strippers over to her show. <laughs> I mean, these boys was cut up. They was male strippers, yeah. but all of them had thick mustaches. <laughs> yeah, a little something from me to you, girl. <laughs> all right, now. I love how your set is. Everything has Close, the shape of yeah. your head with your mustache. I love that everywhere on the yeah, elevator. That's a pretty cool logo. Yeah, yeah I love that cool logo. logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah, and it looks like you. It does. It does. Uh-huh. Well, you know, they took so much from me from this last show. They just took my You're last name, my lips, my yes. eyes, and no, we don't need none of that. We just no. need your big ass head and your mustache. <laughs> your mustache. Yeah, You're we good. We're going to be drawing your ugly ass all over this building. But it's everywhere. And you have a great staff, too, Steve. You really have some good people working with you. <clears throat> what was that, Junior? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> <laughs> and the guys in the writer room, writer's room, wow. Yeah. Junior and Jay. No, I mean, yeah. I just know that he didn't say nothing on staff. <laughs> he didn't say nothing to us. No. You know what I like, Sherman? Hey, he come by every day and give us some love. Every day. Yeah, he does. That's yeah. Every good. day. That's good. That's the type wants... of love you think. Oh, well, you know, but it's but love. You know, it's man love. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps you guys happy, so you keep, you know, writing And they get a check, stuff. so what the hell yeah. are we talking about? <laughs> you want love and a check? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, make up your mind. Yeah. I'd rather have I'd rather have check from a company than love. From a company. <laughs> but it looks Matter like. Matter of fact, since I've been on the set, I haven't talked to a single soul at NBC. What do you mean? What you mean? There ain't nobody been around there to see me say nothing to me since I've been on the show at NBC. Wow. You think it's the, the memo? You, you think it was because? Yeah. Oh, hell no. They don't care nothing about that memo. They don't work for me. Oh, okay. oh, you mean like some of the big wigs, the higher ups oh, over yeah, there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Oh, uh-huh. I thought you meant your staff. No, no, man, me and the staff, cool. Mm-hmm. Just, me and yeah, the staff in Chicago was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just yeah, one okay. dude got mad because he didn't get the job to go yeah, to L.A., and then he put it. The memo was a year old, Then he going to send it in to feed her up in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he put it on APA, and then that was it. It's but, like I was this ogre. But can I say, we went there uh, uh, last week, and you brought a lot of people from Chicago. Oh, man. Quite the a ones lot that of, work. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, now. What? Well, just, but just see, Stuff okay. just got real. <laughs> okay, but hold up, though. First of all, I did not hire a single person in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I have not hired a single person for L.A., with the exception of J. Anthony Brown and Kim. Oh, okay. Them the only two people I hired. The executive producer makes the hires. Okay. I think this is a good time to go to break, guys. What do you think? <laughs> All right, go break, then. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, here we go. Our last break of the day. Last uh-huh. break of with... the day. Yes, it's with just one more thing. Last break of the day. 
Jay, you have a special announcement. Yes, I do. I've do we tra- need fanfare? Hold up. Well, we need something because you never yeah. got to do this on that other day. Oh, I never <laughs> so. You need a drum roll. Never got need- a chance to say nothing on the other show. I get to talk right over here. Well, Lord, I never got a chance to say nothing on the other show. Anyway, here's go. Here's the announcement. Wait, one more time. Never got the chance to say nothing on the other show, but on I get to talk show. over here. Yeah. We never ever third you say nothing over on the other show. But I get to talk, but you get to talk over here. You wanted to say something, but they always cut your mic off on the other show. <laughs> but we allow you. Yeah. To talk over here. Over here. Woo, that was good. Yeah, I never got to say nothing on the other show, but I get to talk over here. Back not open your damn mouth over on the other show. On the other show. But you get to talk But I get to talk over, over here. here. But I get to talk over here. Never got to talk on the other show, but I get to talk over here. Do I have time for my announcement? Yeah, you do. <laughs> that was great. Because we'll sing your ass right out your segment over here. All right. I the announcement, I've though. been trying to put this together for a long time. It's a program that I'm working with Baldwin Hill Shopping Center uh-huh. and the J-Spot Comedy Club, still open. Uh-huh. And it's a program called The Class Clown. What we're going to take is kids who want to be funny in school, who want to, you know, okay. and we're going to take them like through the Like you steps. guys yeah, were yeah. in school. Because okay. teachers are constantly telling kids, nobody's going to pay you mm-hmm. to be stupid. Mm. That's not what it's all about. We're yeah. going to teach them the programs about how to get into the funny business, how to write monologues, awesome. how to do writing, how to do stand-up. Mm-hmm. It's going to help them speak in public and stuff like that. So it's a four-week program. It's going to start in November. And I'm very excited about it. Oh, yeah. oh God. It's called the class clown. Great. Yeah. That's, that's great, Jay. I think, it, I think it deserves to say it one more time. Write monologue. That's good. Man. Uh-huh. We're going to teach kids how to, you know, do monologues, how mm-hmm. to write jokes. We're going to show them the ins and outs of comedy, mm-hmm. you know, how to maybe write scripts at a young mm-hmm. age. You know, because teachers are always telling you, stop acting silly. Right. You're not going to make any money from acting silly. Well, that's mm-hmm. not true. You can make <laughs> a lot of money dollar I got. from being silly. That so we're going to get them at a young age. Mm-hmm. That's great, Jay. Break them down. So how do they get Jay. involved in it, Jay? It's gonna, we're going to get the information that's coming out next month mm-hmm. with the Baldwin Hill Shops and the J-Spot. I'd like to thank uh, Neil for helping me put this program together because I've always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's called a class clown. Because being a class clown, you know, you yeah. teachers would tell Absolutely, you, Doc. sit down, Brown. Nobody's going to pay you to be funny. What you talking about now? Hush <laughs> <laughs> your mouth. So, oh, I'm you thought that, yeah, thought that you was cute? Yeah, you thought that was cute. Why don't you stand up and tell a whole class? And then I do 30 minutes. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got a set. <laughs> what did Miss Blandon tell yeah. you, Steve? What was she telling you? Sit down in the back acting a fool. You ain't going to ever make no money acting a fool. <laughs> Well, Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> my stupid ass is. <laughs> so I'm very excited about She's it. She's the most exciting, discouraging Jay. woman. Go to my website, jspycomedy.com. Check out about it. And I never okay. got to say that on the show, but I got to say it over here. Man. Never got to say it on the other show, but you get to say it over here. 
Better not open up your mouth on the other show, but you get to say it over Is here. Is he speaking? Louder, louder. I never got to say it on the other show. Yeah. Ooh, never yeah. got to say it on the other show. No, no. Never got to say it on the other show. Better but not. I get to say it over here. I get to say it Ooh. over Ooh. here. Never got to say it on the other show. I never got to say it on the other show. But you get to say it over here. Take it, Steve. Never got to say it on the other show. Never got to say it on the other show. Never got to say it on the other show. No, no. Say it. Over here, never got to say it on the other show. Woo. Steve, do a breakdown for me. Don't do a do talk it. breakdown. I want a talk breakdown. I said, mm -hmm. never. Mm -hmm. I never ever mm -hmm. got a chance yeah. mm -hmm. to open up my mouth <laughs> on that other damn show. It's coming. Mm -hmm. Only one could talk was him. <laughs> Why would you shut the only person that had a damn sense of humor? But you didn't want him to talk because you thought you'd lose your shine. But you ain't shined in so long. You done lost your damn mind. Take it away, Jay. Morning show in the world. Man, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, have yourself a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. 
Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. 